All right, what is good? This is uh, Andy Malfrino with another episode. And here today, very excited, I have J.M. Holland on the line from uh, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu and uh, finisher, the Finisher MMA podcast, is it? You can just say Finisher's podcast. Finisher's okay. podcast. Uh... That's right. Because I, I, um, I was checking your stuff out, and I saw there's uh, 10th Planet Finishers, lots of, lots of dope shit to check out and that's 10th planet jujitsu in bethlehem how you doing my man good man uh thanks for having me on thanks for uh you know thank you yeah dude thank you so much um so i was curious with um i guess where we could start is uh i I was curious about with 10th planet jujitsu that is because i originally i was originally familiar with that because um i was uh you know you you listen to joe rogan you hear eddie bravo on there he throws that out and i remember getting linked up with uh mike from never again he got me uh hip to you guys and stuff and i saw you're a part of 10th planet and i didn't i never realized that was like a bigger thing how did like i'm curious how you got linked up with 10th planet jujitsu um yeah, we kind of just like started traveling and like doing seminars or, um, you know, different cities have schools and we would just go there and, you know, we're good. So people are like, oh, those guys are pretty good, you know, and then it's just over time, you know, it's probably been like almost 10 years now, you know, so, um, you know, I've been to Montreal, uh, you know, Japan, I know people from 10th Planet out in Japan. I know people from, you know, it's a worldwide thing. So, um, but we just started going to like, uh, actually, Eddie had a seminar in Allentown at a buddy's gym of mine that I went to like years and years ago. And then we would just follow him around and we would do tournaments and, you know, it was a, it was a whole thing, but we were already pretty good when we started there. Like we already had like a, a background in martial arts. So like we were just kind of wanting to focus on jujitsu and like choking people out and then just kind of took it, took on, its, took on its own from there, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Eddie's the man, dude. Uh, he, he gave me my black belt like two, three years ago. Um, after Thor won the combat jujitsu tournament out there. So I think it was, maybe it was two years ago, maybe going on three. Um, John, you know, my guy, John Blank, he's Jack dude. He owns a school in Allentown now. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not, if you're not close to Bethlehem, he's in Allentown. He's one of my black belts. Um, yeah. Eddie was like, holy shit. These guys got students winning the whole tournament, you know? So like we got our black belts and, uh, you know, now we got the new gym and, you know, things are going pretty good. Yeah. I, I saw that. And also you, um, how the, the gym in Bethlehem, how long have you had that for? Uh, the new one, three, like three months. Okay. Yeah. Like, Cause I, I remember you posting, uh, I saw you posting stuff on your Instagram and whatnot. You know, it's, it's sort of like the, you know, we're, we're slowly starting to get back to somewhat of, uh, you know, my buddy calls it the before times and stuff, but still transitioning to like a, a new space and whatnot, sort of in these COVID times, what's that, yeah. what's dealing with that like as a business owner and just, you know, cause they, they they're also too, uh, with doing jujitsu and stuff, there's that health factor yeah. and stuff. So what, what's it like transitioning into that? Um, I think like when the initial, when it first happened, like the first two weeks, 
we actually did what we were supposed to do and didn't train. Mm -hmm. Like everyone was real scared and, you know, and then after a minute we were like, okay, like I have to work. Like, I'm not just gonna, you know, like I'm not gonna listen to the government tell me what to do, dude. I'm not, I'm not built that way. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so we were right back at it. I mean, I opened if, I don't know if you noticed, but mad businesses got bigger over this, you know, a lot went out of business and the ones that were going to stick around got money and got bigger, you know? So mm -hmm. you were one of those ones that got bigger. Um, you know, it's like, because in, in the midst of chaos lies opportunity, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of people capitalized on a lot of people not wanting to do stuff and made moves and, you know, did what they were going to do anyway. And, uh, I mean, it's worked out now. I mean, we never, I, w I was doing, uh, during the whole COVID thing. I mean, this is back in April and May and June. I was going, I went to Mexico. I went to Texas. I was in Florida. Um, it didn't take me long to figure out that COVID was a bunch of bullshit. I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, I don't know. I think it's political theater and the mass thing. It's the, now it's the vaccine. It's all, uh, I never really gave it. Like, you know, we think the earth is flat over here at 10th planet. So, you know, oh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. No, I didn't know how, I didn't know how, um, if you just went on board with, uh, Eddie's, uh, jujitsu, you're, you're fucking all in with Eddie Bravo over there. <laughs> I'm not like, you know, it's something to think about, you know, people don't think they, people think, you know, they think they know everything or they think they, uh, you know, they just go with the official story with everything, you know? Mm. And when you're someone that's, uh, when you're someone that's like at least open minded enough to even entertain a conversation about flat earth, you kind of, your, your, your brain is trained different than someone that has never even thought about it. I hear like, you. I don't, I don't, um, I don't believe in the flat earth, but I've never talked shit on them one day in my life because I always looked at it like this. Cause like from my perspective, I'd be like, really, you think the earth is flat? And then they'd be like, all right, explain it. And I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm never, I'm never one i'm never one to fucking uh talk shit like that <laughs> yeah people can't show you a picture of earth from space you know nasa's a bunch of nazis uh it's like disney for grown people you know what i mean you start getting into it you start looking on the internet about shit um i mean i'm in a, i'm in groups like different you know groups that are sending you links every day i have to mute them because they're just sending you links on uh you know politicians doing this shit and i mean it's 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 insane the world is crazy you know but at a certain point you got like because i was losing my mind at a certain point during the during like when the shit was going on and like no one was working you know you could go in a conspiracy wormhole and like make yourself nuts but eventually you have to shut it off and you know focus on the six inches in front of your face a little bit no I feel but right. um when people but it's you know people have the same conversation you know they want to know did you get, you know, the, the, they sound like the news. They sound like the news. They, they come at you and they're coming like, oh, did you get the vaccine? Uh, but, 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 you know, all that bullshit. I'm like, I just go with like, oh, I think the earth is flat and then just leave me alone then, you know? <laughs> so I kind of enjoy it. I'm not oh, doing dude. none of that. I had a baby during the pandemic. My, my son was born on 9 11, 2020, which I think is a pretty gangster birthday. That's, um, oh, dude, especially too, if your boys with Eddie Bravo and you fucking yeah. flat earthers, 9 11. Damn, man. That's, yeah. that's like, that's almost like I'm gonna, I was literally watching videos of, uh, about simulation theory today. I thought you saying that your kids being born on 9 11, that's got me believing it now. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Not we. I almost made it 4:20 p.m. It was 4:22. Oh Jesus Christ! That would have been. I was two minutes late. On it would have been too much. That would have been too crazy. Like if your kid would have been born 4:20 on like June 9th, that would the world would have probably stopped. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, 69, 69 or some shit. Yeah, dude, that would have been so wild. So you, um, so you guys were just, you literally took like the week off, like the week of the COVID and then yes. went right back at it. Did you come? Cause I know, I remember I live over here in Jersey. I was seeing the one dude. Now he was being a little, he was kind of like going on the news and, um, drawing more attention to himself. Did you guys run into any trouble with, uh, just kind of business as usual? No. No, we, dude, we papered our walls and just our, if our guys were there, regardless, like if I would have kept the school closed, my students would have opened it and trained themselves anyway. Oh, so, really? yeah. So it was like, okay. And, uh, you know, like we're grappling, you know, like you're, you're wrestling with each other. You're breathing all over each other, sweating all over each other. Not one person got sick. Mm. Not one person got sick. Not one person died. You know, not one famous grappler I know. Uh, you know, I know people all over the world that do jujitsu, high level guys, they travel all over the place. Not one person I knew got sick or died. Um, you know, and I know like all the shit that happened, like people want to get on the news and be like, well, my gym is ba ba ba, And it's like, you're just, you're snitching on yourself. You know, <laughs> that attention is, that attention is good for business, I guess. But, you know, you really don't need to be out in front of everybody telling them like, you know, what exactly you're up to. Like we kept it kind of to the chest because I don't want some asshole shutting my shit down, you know, um, which they shouldn't be able to, but in this day and age, who knows, you know, I just wanted to be left alone. I feel like now we're on the other side of it where, I mean, it's, it's everything's by choice. I think like everything is like a, it's by participation. They got to get you to participate. If you're not a willing participant, then you're off the, you're off their radar, you know? No, I feel you. And it, it's just, I feel like that's a smart way to go too, because it's like, you do, it's, you do want to stick up for what you believe in, but you also got to be like practical. Cause if you guys, if we fucking, if you guys are yapping all over the news and then they just, yeah, shut the you can't be on the local news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious about this. So, um, wait, so the new spot's been about three months and then how long have you had the gym uh, before that? Um, this is my fourth location. So we've been in business since 2013. Okay. Um, but we had, we started in someone else's gym. We opened our own little spot. We moved to a bigger spot. And then this spot we just opened is 12,000 square foot in uh, uh, Bethlehem Township. Mm. And so um, what I'm curious about is like, you know, doing uh, fighting, all that uh, competing at competitions, doing jujitsu, like what's the moment where you re where you kind of have that shift mentally where you're like, Oh, I could, I'm going to just going to run my own gym. Yeah. I don't know. It happened a while ago, man. I quit my, I haven't had a job in like five or six years. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just at maybe even longer than that, but I think it's just uh it's still every day it hits you again. Like, Oh shit. I'm not like other people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, cause as far as even businesses go, it's a really weird business to be in. Like, it's a really great business. I mean, I almost feel like, uh, like a community, like, like I, I provide a service for the community. Like I'm training people how to defend themselves. People are healthy. You know, you know, people are going nuts over this pandemic. You know, they see us like guys like us, not giving a shit, just doing our thing, opening our business. 
Um, you know, and people, it's an outlet for people. Like, you know, when you tell people they got to sit in their house and, uh, and they're only allowed to jerk off on the internet and eat McDonald's, they're going to go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think we do a good thing for people. Um, it's not like I'm selling people, uh, you know, cigarettes or something where they're, it's bad for their health. Like it's actually a good thing for people. And, uh, you know, it's like a family, like people at the school, they're like, you know, they go out together. They're, they feel safe together. Like if we're out somewhere and, you know, we're always together. Um, so it's just, it's like a biker gang, but like, not as like, not as methamphetamine, you know, without the methamphetamine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. sons of anarchy, but cooler, less murder. Yeah, less murder, less uh, less drug sales. <laughs> yeah, um, no one's like killing their mom or anything. That's fucking awesome. That I would definitely heavily promote that. Um, you were saying before too, you guys like, uh, you you know, you go out together, and you were saying how you just feel like a family and feel safe. Is that because you've been fighting? I, I was on I was on your uh your website. You've been fighting since you were like nine, right? Well. I mean, I was a young kid doing tournaments and like karate tournaments and, you know, I did golden gloves and I was like, started doing golden gloves and I was like 12, 13, it's like amateur boxing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, you could say fighting, you know, but I was, I started fight like when I was fighting MMA, I was a young man, I was 19, you know, by the time I was in my mid twenties, I was getting like problems with concussions and stuff. And like, you know, it's a tough living if you're going to fist fight. Yeah. And, um. Back in the day, the UFC was just a bunch of bunch of guys that knew martial arts. I feel like they were, uh, you know, they were good wrestlers, good athletes. But now they're the athletes in the UFC. Now you have to be a special athlete to be doing that, you know. Um, so I kind of realized that young, like, oh man, it's gonna be hard for me to make a living doing this. So I kind of got good in. I I was already what jujitsu was, but I kind of just shifted my aim like you know your ego of course when you're a 10 year old kid you're like i'm gonna be the ufc champion but as things change as you get older you get a little smarter like man i probably don't want to get punched into my mouth for a living you know (laughs) uh so getting choked and leg locked on on uh the internet is not half as bad you know it's much easier um but teaching is something i've always liked doing you know uh and you know i have my gym and it's it's really cool um, you know, you get to make it your own and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's been a lifelong grind to get where we're at now between me and all my, like Zach, you've met Zach, yeah. you know, so it's been, you know, it's, it's a hobby thing that kind of turned into our jobs. You know, we're really grateful for it and, you know, we have a good time, you know, we enjoy it, but we work really hard. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm glad, I'm glad kind of all this. Now we're on the other side of this. I mean, it's what? It's a year and a couple months since this kind of started. Year and a half or so, yeah. We got to see a lot of th- things go down. You know what I mean? So we gotta, we gotta remember, we gotta remember this shit. Because there's, you know, there's people that'll, you know, the grocery store shit. People panic buying toilet paper. I mean, it, I just, I feel like it's like clown world out there. You know what I mean? It's like upside down world out there. Now that I finally got successful, now the world is just <laughs> fucking going crazy. You know what I mean? I feel like a, I'm in La La Land some days, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's why I just turn off the TV. 
that's the best thing. That's the best thing you could do sometimes. That's um. Do you know? Uh, are you familiar with Matt Taibbi? He's a journalist. I I've heard the name for sure before. He had this. He just put out this book like a year ago or so called Hate Inc. And it's basically about that. He's just like it's basically like yeah, the, the news is bull. The news is bullshit. It's entertainment. They're trying to get yeah. you mad, and like just doing that. Um, doing like turning your fucking TV off and just go worry about like for you, you know, go do doing your business and stuff. Worry about your family. It it turns out to be so much more fulfilling and all that. Yeah, well, it's not. I mean, I heard in China people don't watch the news because they know it's propaganda. Like mm. communist China, they know. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you watch the news, that's the government propaganda. Like that took people. That's still people are still not figuring it out. You know. I'm just speaking freely, but, you know, I don't know everyone's politics on the situation. It's, it's, it's crazy that it's politics, that a, a, a disease is your politics, but yeah. I don't know. The shit they're coming out with, I mean, it's right in your face. You just got to want to look. You know, if you're going to sit home and take the government money and, and wait for them to help you, man, God bless you, you know, because we did the opposite of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you look like you lost some weight, you know, since the last time I seen you. Oh, you feel like you like. I, I have, you know what? I, I've actually been like, I got a fucking wedding. I want to get my shit together for in like two months. So I've been, there you go. yeah, I've been like the past week or so I've been really cutting out carbs and focusing on not being a, just generally speaking, like a sack of shit, <laughs> just with hey. fast food and all that stuff. Seasons, man. You know, I can't even, I, I used to, I used to love fast food too, but ever since this shit happened, bro, it's not even fast no more. The line is around the block for shit like what's the point yeah like there i i haven't experienced it but there's like i guess um because a lot of people are just make just getting bank off unemployment so they're not coming back to work there's all those signs about like fast food places just being like yeah no one's coming into work we're we're understaffed yeah that's a lot of people that's a lot of that's a lot more jobs than that but yeah if i'm gonna eat like shit i'm gonna i want it right now i'm not gonna wait 40 minutes so I eat McDonald's and feel like shit. Get out of here. Yeah. You know? The irony. Yeah. The irony of waiting in a long, in a long line. Did you, did, um, you were saying like, uh, your gym just started getting like pretty successful. Did, um, was like having that gym, like that resource, that family you guys have set up, did that turn into like a huge, like inadvertently turn into a huge benefit just over this past year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's like the, the you built that community up over the last how many years, and they took care of us when this shit went down. We got taken care of because we've been taking care of our people, you know. Like, you know, a lot of places closed, a lot of schools closed because they were trying to like, if they closed their business, they had to they kept charging their members or for whatever reason. I just feel like me and Zach are serious about it, and you know, we put our whole lives into doing it, so. You know, we stayed open. If you if you need if you needed a reason to close, last last year gave you a reason. You know, so a lot of people saw their way out. Um, and like I said, like that shit, a lot of that gave people opportunities to kind of make moves. Um, you know, I feel like that's that's what it's all about. Like if you're a good, if you're a, like you should be of if you're a business and you want to be successful, it's like a, you have to be of service to the community, right? Like you have to be providing a service that people want, you know, and we're teaching like self-defense, we're teaching health, we're teaching, um, 
you know, we're role models, you know, whether we like it or not. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, like I said, I'm not like, I'm not, I don't like to think of myself that way because I just do what I want. Like I'll get drunk on the weekend sometimes or, you know, you might see me do something, you know, I don't know. Oh yeah. Hell but yeah. Uh, <laughs> people do look at you when you're on that mat, teaching them how to rim naked choke someone. They look at you as someone they look up to you, you know? So, um, I don't know. You're, you're at, you're, you're at people's service. That's really what the main thing is. You know what I mean? You're, you're there to help people. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's going good. I'm teaching tonight at like eight o'clock. I got to go and teach my class. Um, my son was born in September. That made everything better. I feel like, like the second he was born, mm-hmm. I feel like everything got, uh, got better, you know? Um, are you, is it your wedding you're getting ready for? Oh no, it's my, uh, my buddy's wedding. He actually, they were going to get married last summer, but they weren't trying to have one of those. Like you, you, you probably see them yeah. where like you drive up and you say like you drive up to the ceremony, wave at them and drive. They wanted to have like an actual wedding. So yeah, they postponed what it a for concept. a concept. Yeah. What a concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They wanted to have friends hang out, see each other. <laughs> Unreal. Um, I'm curious about this. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this. Uh, one reason you were talking about, uh, you were talking about like, you know, run into the concussions. It's a hard grind. Did like, did starting the gym from like a monet- monetary standpoint, like, like pan out to be a more like long-term, I, I assume it's more lucrative than the fight game for most guys. Is it not? Is it not? Yeah. I mean, you could easily make, there's guys that make enough money. There's guys that make that their money, you know, they sell tickets. They make, they make the money to fight. You know, if you're fighting MMA to make money, I think you're in the wrong. That's the wrong. If you want to make money, fighting is a dumb way to make money. You know and, what I mean? And that's very where I, hard. That's where I was curious about because I've like because I'm I'm like a, a mild MMA. Like I, I respect the sport, but I don't know a lot about it. I'm still like slowly learning about it and shit. And the yeah. one the one thing I've been uh, uh, learning recently is like I I'm shocked at just generally speaking how little MMA fighters are paid. Yeah, they're not they're not really paid because everyone will fight in the UFC for nothing. If I told you I you know if you're a decent athlete and you've been training for a couple of years, and I told you I'd put you on ESPN, you're just in it for the fame. You know what I mean? People are in it just to get by, just to be famous. You know, and that's the trick. You know, some guys break through, like the big guys, they broke through, like, you know, Connor, you know, the, the top guys, they get paid. That's how it's set up. You know, but if you're the best of the best, you're getting paid. Um, everyone else is, you know, I know guy, I knew guys I trained with that made like three grand to fight in the UFC for a fight. You know, mm. they make $3,000, you know, and you got to train eight weeks. You got to train your whole life to be a UFC fighter. It's be very high level. It's a, it's a demanding sport, but yeah, there's way easier ways to make money than to fight. And, and, and other, I mean, you look at other sports, they get paid more, but man, that's everyone's choice. That's a choice. If you, you know, going into it, you get paid nothing, but that's why it works because it's fucking awesome to fist fight somebody in front of everyone. <laughs> like you do that. If when you were in high school, you'd fist fight everyone in front of, you'd fist fight someone in front of all your friends or to impress a girl or some shit. Just cause it feels is, good for your, your ego. Is that how you got into it? Where you were, was, was it like a story of like you were getting into fights or you had a lot of energy and you just wanted to fucking. No, I just, I just 
trained in martial arts because I was a small guy. I was a smaller guy when I was younger. And uh, I always, by the time MMA was like, like I saw my first MMA fight in like the year 2000, even before that. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Bless you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I knew I wanted, I would be down to do something like that, to like fight in a cage and feel what that's like. But that's what I'm saying. Everyone's so willing to do it for nothing. If there was less people willing to do it, it's like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like they would pay more. But yeah. everyone, you, anyone can do it, you know, if, if they put in the time. Um, but I knew I would do it. And like I was like 19, 18 or 19, I failed out of college. You know, before all this Corona things, I, I wondered like why I wasn't successful in college. I was like, I was always bummed out. That was like an, a sweet, like a sore spot for me. Like I didn't do well in college. I went to Moravian. And now that I'm older, I'm like realizing like, oh, it was like super liberal. And like, I didn't give a shit because of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wasn't swallowing their shit. You just you weren't, know? it wasn't, it wasn't built for you. No, that's not what that's, that's, I, it wasn't where I needed to be. I should have been, I should have been welding or some shit, but I was pissed. I got, I failed out of school. So I just put it into my martial arts. Like I was already pretty good. I've been boxing and kickboxing and wrestling like i would go to lehigh wrestling camps you know the wrestling's real high level in this area so um you know I've, i already had a lot of experience real young so i was like i could just pick it up and do it at any time nice and that was yeah no did you I, I was curious because um like for me i do stand-up comedy and i remember like like the first set i ever had it went horribly but there was something about it that you that I was like, oh shit, this is the this is my favorite thing. Did you? What was the moment for you when you were like, like like? Did you have a a, a shitty go at? But you just yeah, were you good at it from the get go. You're gonna have shitty goes of it even as you get better. Like that never stops. That's yeah. what separates a professional from a, a hobbyist. You know, the the professional knows that he's still gonna fuck up. He's still gonna have a bad set. You know. And I think the lane right now for comedy is so huge. You know, like you have these guys doing comedy. They're not funny. Like, <laughs> I don't even think a lot of guys can tell the truth. You know, they can't say true things because they're scared. Um, or, you know, you can't talk about, you know, we just lost Paul Mooney this last weekend. You know, that, that guy was, uh, that guy was one of my favorites, you know, a legend. But that guy wasn't scared at all. Yeah. You know, I think that's where comedy, and now it's, there is no comedy when all this, COVID shit happened, like, um, they all went under, you know, um, all that shit. And now you got, I mean, I think like Joe Rogan, like he kind of sold him. I think he kind of sold out a little bit. Like he, yeah, he got the Spotify money, but he can't even tell the truth anymore. You can't trust his opinion on anything. He sold that hundred million dollars. Now they, they got him by the balls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got paid, you know? So I think there's like a big lane for comedy, um, just for people to hear, true reality you know they people are dying to hear that they're on the tv listening to fucking what's that guy's name don lemon and shit he's a fucking piece of shit you know like <laughs> they're they're dying to hear someone tell them the truth so and if you can say it in a funny way i think that's like a good you know it's just like uh if you do it to do it and you just do it because you enjoy it all that other shit will fall into place you'll meet the right people but you know but if you're just trying to make money and like kind of you know People pick up on it. You know, people find out. You know, if you're really about it, people respond to that, you know? Hell yeah. Um, and what was, uh, 
what was the what was the moment did you have like a specific moment for you where it like clicked in when you were younger that you were like i uh, fucking love this shit yeah i mean it would it would uh i don't know i just do i there's days man i feel like i don't i'm just going through the motions and then i'll just it comes in waves it's like plateau you know and then like down and then i'll hit like a a point where like i'll be on an upswing and i'll be getting better and i i want to go hit hit like i hate lifting weights mm-hmm. um but i'll be you know there's times where you know uh, or an opportunity comes up where it's like okay this is a fight i'm excited for this is an opportunity i'm excited for and you know you start hit you do the weights and you do everything you eat the right you diet the right way to get your weight right you know like it's just about uh progress and self-improvement you know a lot of people have nothing to go after you know, they, they go after the promotion or the car, you know, or, or, you know, whatever they're doing. You know, I think martial arts in just like com- any real pursuit, you know, comedy, martial arts, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, any skill, any like skill worth having. Um, you know, there's it's just peaks and valleys, man. You know, you, if you if you quit, then that's it. Then I got to go get a job, <laughs> you know, so quitting was never really an option for me. I'm like, I'm not I don't want to get a job. Um, you know, and, uh, but sometimes you do need to just take a break from it. I love martial arts. Sometimes I don't feel like, like just doing it. I feel like taking a break. You need to live life a little while sometimes and just reset, refocus. And then you come back when you're ready, you know, and, uh, things seem to take care of themselves when you're, you you just do, you just, you, everyone knows right from wrong. People just seem to go astray sometimes. I don't know why. I don't know why it doesn't work out for people. Um, Probably because it's not supposed to, you know. Mm. It's really not that hard if you're just if you're just uh, if you're actually thinking about it. Like if you're thinking about it and putting your one foot in front of the other and just staying in your lane, you're not getting involved with the drama and trying to fuck this guy and 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 uh, you know you know politics and all that bullshit. Stay out of that. Just focus on yourself. You know, crush your shit. If you have a good set, who's gonna stop you? Who can stop you? Mm. Is that is that you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, where where you me, me and Zach felt the same way, man. We come from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. All these schools are from Los Angeles and Austin, Texas, and there's all these schools. And you know, you hear Eddie on his podcast. He says that these guys are so good. These guys are so good. These guys are so good. That shit pissed us off. You know, that shit pissed us off because we knew we were better, or we were working harder, and uh, you know, not getting the recognition and kind of. You know, we were just we worked ourselves in the into like being like one of the most recognized moons in the system. Like like when people say, Oh, like tenth planet Bethlehem, they know they know they know what Bethlehem is because of us, I guarantee you, like in the jujitsu world. Okay. Because um, Grace, I mean you know Grace, right? Grace is Grace is fucking famous. She's world famous. Like uh she's got matches where she's got millions of views on them on YouTube and stuff. Um hmm. You know, so at the same time we were working on fighting, we were getting other people, and uh, yeah, it's wild. Um, so I'm curious if someone, I'll uh, we can wrap this up in a little bit. Um, just but I, I got a couple more questions about your actual school. Is it a thing? Um, is it a thing where you kind of like, if you just pay, you got to like try out, and then you guys, um. Sure. You know, as a student, you go there, you kind of like try out, and if you guys like them or you see something in them, 
you kind of like take them from there? Is it, or is it just like, Hey, here's my money. Train me. <laughs> both. I think both. I think you have to fit in. Like you have to listen. You have to be humble. You know, like you can't be like, it's both ends. Of this. You have to be clean. You know, some people have a problem with hygiene. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be dealing. I don't want a headache. You know what I mean? Some people are more trouble than they're worth, you know, you, but everyone's welcome. There's no one uh, that, you know what I'm saying? Like anyone yeah. can sign up at the gym. Some people aren't ready for jujitsu. You know, jujitsu is pretty like if you're, if you're way overweight and you're kind of like, kind of let yourself go and you can't move or you got a bad injury or something, you know, maybe jujitsu isn't the best place to start. Maybe to get your weight down, you know, you're starting like a, a, a kickboxing class, you know, maybe you're just hitting wave masters or something, you know, like bags. And you work your way in it because, like, grappling is, you know, um, you know, it's like joining a wrestling team, basically. If the wrestling team had, like, let you choke each other and, like, leg lock each other, you know, <laughs> you have to learn it. You know, I think people want to just jump right in right away. They, they, they're excited. They watch a UFC. They see someone do something crazy. They're like, I want to join jiu-jitsu. And they think they're going to be rolling the first day they show up. And it's like, man, you're going to have to do – if you just put in six months, like, twice a week, Three months, three months, six months, you're going to be, you know, a lot of people want to start rolling and sparring. Like, you don't come to the boxing gym and challenge the coach to spar the first day. Hmm. You have to learn, like, here's how to throw the jab. Here's how to block a punch. You want to learn that stuff before you just roll around on the floor with people. Um, you know, hi, Benjamin. My, uh, I walked inside to charge my phone. But, uh, yeah, like, anyone, anyone can come train, you know, like uh, – we have different, we have tons of different instructors. Like the place I have now is like, I don't even teach beginners anymore. I teach the, my advanced students and the guys that have been with me for years and the kind of make your way into the upper level classes. You start where everyone started and kind of, you know, it's, there's a curriculum. It's a, a regimented curriculum that we know works. And, uh, you know, of course, like I like money. Of course I want to get, I want to make a million dollars, of course. But, uh, you know, there's just a way to do it. I've been doing it for 10. I've been doing it before that I worked for a school. And now that I have my own school, I've been doing this since 2013. So it's 2021. So we've been in business like eight plus years, super high level, best of everything in the place. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a professional, you know. Um, you know, you just got to take – just listen to your instructors, man. It's like going into – like if you play any lesson you take and you take a guitar lesson, you come into the, uh, you come to the guitar guy and tell him how you want to learn to play the guitar. It's like, dude, it's just cause it's fighting. People get a little intimidated or they get, yeah. they're overconfident or they're intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Like just empty your cup, come in like ready to learn something and just turn off the street, the street mentality and just enjoy yourself, man. It's not like people are out to kick your ass. You know, if you're, if you show up and you're an asshole, we'll, we will handle it. You know what I mean? That's, we, there's nothing more we like to do than that. We love that. Um, but it's so rare that it happens anymore. That yeah. used to happen when I was younger. Um, but not so much anymore. You hear him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, Hey man, uh, this interview, um, that, that's awesome. That's awesome to hear too, because like, the whole, you know, the jujitsu school, MMA, it is intimidating. But at the same time, 
and I, 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 it's good to hear that it's like a welcoming environment because I do think, especially too, bringing it back to COVID and whatnot, being healthy is the best way to fight it. And just being healthy and physically fit and all that is just, you know, beneficial to everything in your life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, like I said, we're at the we're here to help. You know, I want to help people, you know, uh, I can't, help, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying. It's just, it's all good. You know, it's like I said, people either are too, they're too, they're overexcited or they're a little scared. There's nothing to be scared of. I have women that train children. Um, you know, it's just something people pick up, man. It becomes a, it becomes their thing. Some people go bowling on the weekends, you know, um, some people, you know, jujitsu is just a little healthier. I feel like jujitsu is a little it kind of forces you to kind of take care of yourself if you're going to continuously do it for a long time. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'll let you go. I know you got the class and it sounds like you got your son there. Um, need some attention. All right, man. I appreciate it. Let people know where they can uh, follow you online and whatnot. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at John Michael Holland, J O N M I C H A L H O L A N D at 10th planet Bethlehem at finishers MMA. You can Google us. Uh, Google jujitsu. If you're in the Lehigh Valley and you Google jujitsu, we'll pop right up. Um, we are the best around, guaranteed. I will, what is it? Anson Myers Johnson. Just say, it, pretend I did something really cool and witty to close it out. I appreciate <laughs> your time, Andy. I really do. Thank you, man. Hey, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Thank you again, Jam. Have a great day, bro. You're the man. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Peace. Peace.